Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 232 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm not here. He's there, though. You're there. I'm Zach. <laughs> I do pay taxes, by the way. You I'm do? Chance. I'm yeah, Chance, I pay taxes. Yeah, I got fucked on my taxes. Found that out today. Man, let's I get there. Let's, let's just let's do something else happy. Movie time. Yes, taxes do suck, and they are theft. But uh, we are going to be doing some mobster. I could say that now. I'm not. I don't work. Taxation is theft. They were always. They were always theft. I don't care where you work. Yeah, you 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 like the guy, the the fucking rice. You you fucking you were snatching, so that you you were like pissed about your getting your money getting snatched. So you became a snatcher, but then you realized snatching was boring, and you got yelled at a lot. So you were like, I'm not a snatcher anymore. Yeah, I'm tired of getting yelled at and telling me I'm the devil. Uh, that actually happened once. Just um, became a cop. So yeah. we're talking Japan. about robots that take over people's lives, right? They, they snatchers. Yeah, when they said that, I was like, I, I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves though. That was actually, my fault. Zach, you, since you brought up the the about the the robots and stuff, I do have news that we'll talk about later. Uh, speaking of AI, anyway. Oh. We're going to do a mobster of love here, uh, and we're going to get straight into the mobster of love, and that movie is Cops versus Thugs, and it is 1975 movie. I am I am not saying the director's name. Andy, what is the director's name? Kenji Fukasaku. Did he do Tora, Tora, Tora? He, okay, this is confusing. He did part of it. Because when they made Tor Tor Tor, I believe they had two different directors doing different parts of it, and he did some of it. I think I, I mm. don't don't quote me on that. I don't know about Tor 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 that well. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I don't know. Okay, but other than this movie, what what other movie was big that he had he's done? I mean, he did the Battles Without Honor Humanity series. Those are five movies. They're Oh, They're, Battle Royale, too. They, yeah, he, he worked on some parts of Battle Royale, and um, no, I think he did direct it, right? I don't know. I, that's another one I'm a little confused about, because there's another director also credited on that movie. But anyway, um, Battles Without Honor Humanity are considered, like, oh, it started um, making Yakuza movie series, because up until then, it was always, like, either something really silly, or it was, like, as the backdrop of a romance or something like Nakatsu, the studio Nakatsu made a bunch of those movies where it was like, um, this guy has a girlfriend, but he's in the, he's in the Yakuza and he needs to get out of the Yakuza in order to have happy life. That kind of nonsense. But after that, people were like, Oh man, this stuff's like serious business. And much like in the United States, they started making a bunch of like serious Yakuza movies. And most of them have this tone though. They're like, you know, eighty percent serious, but twenty percent like outrageous kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's interesting too um, because he also did a video game. He did well; he probably did more. But the one that points out to me is Clock Tower Three. I was like, "Holy shit, he did that fucking game! That that's crazy." But let's get into cops versus thugs. Uh, I don't even know. Like in the beginning, they talk. Uh, you see those bunch of kids that, that are, you know, working for Yakuza. I forgot which family. You're probably gonna have to remind me on some things. But I'm I'm not gonna be good at remembering the names of this. I just remember uh, Detective uh, Kuno and, Kuno. and the, Here, Tony. the guy that he saved. That's it. Uh, those are the two that I know. I got it. I got. I had I had lots of subtitle shenanigans going on. I mean, my subtitles like 
they gave me the, the option of, do you want to watch it with standard subtitles or boomer subtitles? So my subtitles were like massive. So I saw a lot of names. Yeah. So I, I, I think we all watched it with subtitles, unless one of you knows Japanese and you haven't said anything about it. Yeah, but I watched it with mega big subtitles. It's different. See, I watch my anime shows. I watch I watch my anime in English, but with subtitles because I'm a monster. So <laughs> subbed and dubbed. What's wrong so, with people? Just realize this is my last episode on Big Trouble Little Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, fu- you're fired. Yeah, just uh, kidding. Everyone needs balance. I'm, I'm chaos. Wild card. <laughs> look, I'll say it straight up. Uh, at the beginning of this movie, they throw all the characters at you. And I was confused for like 20 minutes or more. I was kind of like, I'm not sure what's going on. I know there's Yakuza and I know there's cops and I know they don't like each other, but some of them do and they shouldn't. It's hard to follow. It's hard to follow. Like basically up until the actual gang war breaks out, like after the fight with the, the wreck with the truck, I was confused. And after that, Everything was started clicking. I was like, okay, I know who everyone is now, and I was going. On. And then there's the scene where uh, Kuno talks about how um, Ken had come to him to turn himself in after he had been the one who killed the boss. We find out later, and uh, he decided not to turn him in for for various reasons. His motivation is very interesting to me. I've never seen something like that in a movie before because he is a corrupt cop, but they make it like. Like a like a point of honor. That well, he's, he's an honorable corrupt cop. Honorably corrupt. He's like letting criminals go. But it makes sense because they 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 set it up that has that really nice through line that starts in that very first scene because they're all sitting there eating. Four people pull up and they're like, oh, "I need sushi to go." Just bill the office, which is a lie. He doesn't actually work. They take the food and then Kuno comes over and dresses them down. It's like, "Oh, you guys are yakuza. You're gonna go do a raid on this." Um, whatever brothel whatever club whatever it is and uh steals the guy's lighter he says i'll give it back to you later and then he does indeed give it back to him later when he when they pin the crime on him and tell him to go turn himself in and kiddo sees right through that this guy's like 19 or something like there's no reason for him to go to prison and ruin his life so it gives him his lighter back after they beat the snot out of him and get rid of him and he comes back a few more times in the movie. I don't know. I, I don't want to jump all over the place. You guys can jump in any time. But that, that was one of my favorite things is that that guy keeps coming back. He's the one they're doing the manhunt for. Um, he's the one. I, it's it's just interesting. I like that character. I don't... That's the, He's the same kid that <laughs> who takes that one lady as like bait to open up the door to kill that guy who was sitting on the floor. Like he stabbed him. Is that's that right. That's same? why they're. They're hunting him. Yeah, because yeah, yeah they hunt him down. That he's like the rat. Well, I thought it was funny at the beginning because he's talking about how oh you're gonna do this raid. He's like you can kill as many as you want, but don't you dare go rip off that guy, go steal his food, and and pretend you're gonna put it on someone's tab. You pay your bill. Yeah, at least die yourselves. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna die. You better pay your bill. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a corrupt cop, but he still has a code. I think it's more of that whole thing of he has. Well, did the he give multiples. the money? Did he give the money to the restaurateur, or did he keep probably, that money? Probably kept it. it. I thought yeah, I was ever showed. It's like yeah. I'd like to think that maybe he gave it, but yeah, he probably kept it. But I think it's more of he's just caught in this thing where he is still lesser evil than the evil that exists, but he is definitely off the the morality compass compared well, to. Well, I kept thinking about it like especially he's, he's chaotic evil, and like the police lieutenant. And all the higher ups, they're lawful evil. 
And there's that that good old fashioned <laughs> debate about which one's worse, chaotic evil or lawful evil. And I've always been on the side that it's lawful evil. Lawful evil is the most evil evil, I think. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. That, that's that's fascism. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, I, it's like you know, it's it's evil that works within the boundaries of the law. And that's, I don't even know if I call it lawful evil. I, I or or chaotic evil. I kind of thought he more he was more chaotic neutral. Like he still has a code. He still there's still certain things he abides by. Like, I, like again for him, like we already brought it up, but when he does the flashback and he's trying to determine what to do with Kenji, like he at the start of it he's ready to do the right thing and turn him in, but then he he says, "Who does this benefit most?" And he thinks out like uh, he actually has a way to maybe manipulate uh, the Yakuza in a way that he has more control to help prevent. I don't know. I, I try yeah, to think of it that he's trying to see the phrase, good in it. It's phrased like he's doing something good, but he says, okay, you go become a Yakuza boss. We'll be best buds, and I'll have an in with the, the boss of the... Like, he's still doing it for self-serving reasons. But is he, though? Because I, yes, yes. I didn't necessarily take it that it was totally self-serving. I took it that he had more of a grip on and more control on what could happen. It was like he was still trying to. It was. A, it's a kind of like a greater good thing. Like he's still doing bad things and twisting things because in his own mind, it is the. It's still the right thing to do because you can't do it the lawful way. All right. Like well, he's he's kind of stuck on that. Like Kaido is like, no, you can't. Like any cop that goes that way is 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 wrong. And I feel like for him, he's like, no, there's you just there's a certain way, a certain finesse to handling it. And they even come back to that whenever the whole uh, the ending there in the showdown. They're like, no, we need you. We need you to step in and do this. And he does it his own way. And even then it doesn't work. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying his mindset, I think, is that at least that's how I interpreted it, is that he, he thinks that this is the right thing to do to still stick to his code. It's kind of like a, a thief that has honor. Well, th- isn't he the same person, though, that said the only reason I became a cop is so that I could have a gun? That's the same guy, right? Yeah, but that, I think that more of like just he's just like being candid and sitting there like with them drinking and saying whatever because he's also trying to like look kind of cool in front of this lady i think overall like i think what happened was times were changing because obviously throughout the uh we call it the movie they're showing how everybody's corrupt the mayor is corrupt the the chief is corrupt yeah there's that um uh, councilman he used to be in the yakuza now he's a member of the city council and he's the one who's kind of like Shifting all the pawns to get that land for the oil company. Mm-hmm. And when that new, that new, that, that new guy, he was he a new chief or was he just like a big time detective that's moving up in the ranks? One that like starts to, he he pretty much sees Kuno, Detective Kuno, as a fucking corrupt cop. That oh, the guy. lieutenant. Yeah, no, they yeah. sent him over from headquarters. They say he's here to. He's here to spearhead their efforts because there's rumors of rampant corruption corruption in the um the, the, the police detective bureau, which spoiler alert, there is. Yeah. And I think like at the very end, I think he like times were moving, meaning that the police force is not what they used to be anymore because of this lieutenant. It seems like they're moving away from being corrupt, probably not fully, because we all know today things are still corrupt and everything. But, like, he had to make a choice, either be with the police gang, because <laughs> whether you look at it, police is a gang that's fighting other gangs as well. So he's I think like, they, they even say something along those lines at one point. I think when the, the three guys are drinking with the, the cop, his his buddy from school or whatever, they kind of say that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're, talk- they're talking about how like cops and and because uh, are not too different. Like they're the same, basically. And that's when he talks about the whole thing about carrying a gun. Yeah, but, and like he had to make a choice because he could have he could have let him go, right? Probably he would have got shot by all the military people and the and the and the the cops and stuff. But you he, mean he at still, the end or yeah, at the end when he's doing the hostage situation. But he had to make a choice and he shot his friend. <laughs> I I hate to say it, but I kind of like you. I I feel like they kind of broadcast that's what's going to have to be what happens because the two of them are so close. And I kept thinking like this is going to end with one of them killing the other. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they they want it to be like oh there's this this uh, harmony between the yakuza and the cops in this town which it's a fictional city which is weird but in this in the city and the lieutenant comes from headquarters like a, a force from with without comes and like says no that's not going to be the way this is and it upsets the status quo and it ends up destroying everyone yeah yeah and I guess you could say. By the way, like, my idea that he's, like, had to move on and choose a side, and maybe he was thinking, maybe I need to be a good guy, because what is, he goes on patrol, right, and pretty much gets run over. By yeah, the way, at the end, he becomes a patrolman, and he's murdered. At least that's what is implied, is that he's murdered. It's like a revenge killing. I feel like he was trying to move away from that life in some way, where he was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done being this corrupt cop. Probably got demoted for it, because... In my opinion, when you're a detective and now you're a patrolman, that's somewhat of a, a dem- demotion. I would think so, yeah. And um, <laughs> I knew something was going to happen because literally, if you look at it, a mobster's point of view, they were he backstabbed that guy by shooting him. Whether they heard the conversation or not, he killed the boss <laughs> like or the current boss at the moment that was in the house. So I knew his life was in danger. Pretty much after he shot the dude. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, plus also, um, I, 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 speaking from having seen a lot of uh, Yakuza gangster movies from Japan, they are just like American movies in that almost all of them have the crime doesn't pay um, epilogue. It's always like, but then he died, or everyone died, or so and so died, or they lost it all, or something like that. Uh, they, a lot of them have that in it, and mm. I think it's like something to do with. I mean, I don't want to get like too heady here, but I think it has something to do with society because we love villains. Like that's why westerns and gangster movies are so popular in the United States. Same thing goes in Japan. They love Oni Chimbara, which is samurai movies, and they love yakuza movies, gangster movies. But everyone who makes those movies still has that part of their brain that's like well i don't want anarchy i don't want the bad guy to win but goddamn i love the bad guy so there's always got to be like a crime didn't pay punctuation to the story mm-hmm. and i think i mean that that that's that goes with pretty much the movies we're watching this month as far as i can tell cuz everyone gets fucked at the end of all these movies i think yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all They're, get fucking whacked. It always happens in gangster movies. Like, even <laughs> like... Spoilers. But even... Uh, <laughs> even something like Goodfellas, where it's like he's alive at the end, but is he? You know, because he's like just living in the witness protection program, and he's living in a house, and he hates his life, and he betrayed all his friends. Like, it's oh. a happy ending, but it's not. And everyone else in that story is dead. 
Oh, same same thing with like the Godfather. Like Michael destroys his family, and Kay leaves him and takes the kids. And uh, I think Casino is probably like the only one that doesn't end like very poorly for the main character. I guess that's true. That's one. <laughs> it ended very poorly for everybody else he was associated with. Which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is still kind of the same lesson. Like it destroys, it destroyed everyone around him. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be that the person actually dies if their life is just in shambles after. But like, not, not much you know, better. Spoil, spoiler alert for like three hundred different movies. Yakuza <laughs> movies are very much kind of the same. At the end, there's usually like, oh, I almost, I almost got out of the country, or I almost, uh, I almost got out of the mob. I almost was happy with my fiance or something. But at the end, uh, no, crime always catches up with them and like ruins everything pretty much. Well, Zach, what do you have to say about this film? What, what? you know, came out to you that was, was either cool, bad, or just, I don't know what the fuck is going on because I have a, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I want to hear from you first. Um, it's pretty much like Andy was saying earlier, that first 20 minutes is kind of like, what, who, what? And then mm-hmm. at once it's, it's when they're hitting you with all the newspaper shit and they're all like name dropping all these different characters. And once they're done with it though, I pretty much adjusted even before the the whole the, the truck incident with the police, um, but <clears throat> I liked the uh, the f- frantic energy of everybody when they were like getting in fights and shit and running and stuff. It's like they were just launching each other at themselves. Mm-hmm. And everyone is very passionate in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually yeah, that's something that's really cool. Every single scene that's aggressive or there's a fight, it's always a struggle. Also, this movie is violent as hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the one, the one where like that guy got his head cut off going to like the the fucking train or whatever. Yeah, like sitting alone at home watching the movie. I was like, oh shit! Like real, loud. I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see. I didn't expect a beheading, but like it was, it was still cool. Um, yeah, I also liked how people would always randomly slap the shit out of people. I don't know why it just made me chuckle. <laughs> like, they're just like apps. What do you have to say, huh? What? He's <laughs> just like, oh, it just it slaps him again. <laughs> I think it's because a like a punch is more straightforward, but it just to me a slap is so much more disrespectful. It is. It may, it's supposed to make yeah. you feel like a little bitch. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just seems really gangster to open like palm slap someone. Sure. Uh, speaking of that, uh, yeah, that uh, aggressive sex scene. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Let me guess, like your your child or wife walked in. Yeah, uh, less murdered. murdered on the spot. I should have watched that in, in like during the day. I should have waited till everyone went to sleep. But I was I was in a mission of I'm going to watch all the things I'm going to need to watch this week. I'll start with this. I wasn't feeling too well, and I just I sat and watched it. And I was enjoying the movie, but yeah, that happened. And uh, yeah, she like peeks out, like run away, and she sees it, and she and she said something, and to acknowledge that she just she saw something on the screen, and I'm like. No, and I was like, if she goes and says anything, I'm dead. I'm a dead man. It's like, yeah, mommy, there's boobies, and, and a man's angry. He's pouring like water <laughs> all over mist, her. I think you guys said, yeah the, yeah, the kabuki mist. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she yeah, did Dump- see a sake rape scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dub said yeah. it was Tajiri mist, and I was like, actually, it's like kabuki mist. Um, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think you're not warning you that scene's coming either. It like just no cuts to a topless woman every, like yelling. every scene. Every oh, scene of that <laughs> transitions in this movie are just so abrupt. What are transitions? 
Yeah, what are transitions? For you pay taxes? Does not want you to be comfortable. If you're comfortable, you're not watching this movie. Like it's just like bam, bam, violence, sex, rape, violence, murder, slapping. <laughs> Let's talk for a bit. Oh, m- more killing. M- I mean, more even sex. the talking is like people shouting at each other. Like in the police station, they're like, "I'm sick of everyone being corrupt, and we're, you're not drinking this sake from the yakuza anymore." And he fucking breaks it, and then the uh-huh. guy's like, "I'm sick of your shit." He's like, "We're gonna you wanna fight right fucking Let's now." And he beats the shit out of that old man. Like he yeah. just humili- he humiliates him so hard he quits. And he quits. <laughs> 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 that old man is like, yeah, I'll fight you. And it's like, oh, this guy's. This I thought like I was going to kill himself. I was like, God damn, it guy's That's leaving. One of my favorite scenes in the movie because the, the sake turns up and even says, like, from here, Tani. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Have a drink on me. And the lieutenant's like, no, we're not doing this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that, it's pretty great. My favorite scene in the movie, I want to touch on because I. Uh, what if, I don't want to forget it. And it's kind of early. It's when they're all arguing and the first raid happens. Um, and they're all yelling about cops being corrupt, and he's talking just all kinds of shit about cops, and he's like, you fucking phonies, do whatever you want, because we pay taxes to make you have this. And the one guy just interrupts and goes, you pay taxes? Yeah, and then the Yakuza's <laughs> like, so you guys awful. are living off our taxes. And the guy's like, you, you're, you're a Yakuza, you pay taxes? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, of course I didn't. No, you don't. <laughs> it would have been funnier if he was like, was I su- not supposed to? Like, he wasn't actually paying taxes the whole time. It, it he runs over there and like, puts hands on him immediately, too. What's the movie? You pay taxes, I'll kick your ass. What's the movie that uh had the meme where the, the people are like, I thought we were going to get 25000 You mean you're getting twenty? Five thousand, and one guy's like, "You're getting paid." That's what that made me think of. He's like, "You pay taxes? What?" <laughs> uh, well, that was pretty hard. At that. What was up with the boss? By the way, did he like escape prison? Because he said he was released. Know. They let okay. him out. He'd served his time. He was he's just like making a metaphor about a tunnel. Okay. Yeah. And I love that he's like crying all the time. Oh yeah, he he turned he turned really prison gay. He comes back and that guy, that one guy's a total prison bitch. He's like, this is my sworn brother, and sworn brothers really like yeah. I fucked this guy for like ten years. They're like, sir, we need you to do important yakuza shit. And and the, the other guy's like, listen, he, he chants the, the sutras an hour every day. I'm gonna need you to just tone it down a little bit. I'm gonna go give him a back rub. We'll get back to you in a little bit. Like, what is going on? <laughs> He walks away. Is the first thing it says is like, "Who the fuck's that queer?" <laughs> <laughs> he's a sworn brother they met in prison. It's like, oh, what? Yeah, but he's really funny because immediately after he says that and introduces him, the other guy that's uh, became like he like uh, sold out and became like the city assemblyman. That's like we're sworn. He comes out. He's like my sworn brother, and they're like crying together. <laughs> And they're like, oh, what are you? You suck a guy's dick? What happened? <laughs> uh, yes, he did. He smoked a little pole. I, yeah. Speaking of violence, the the part where um, I, I I forget the name, but they go to like a place by the port, and they're just saying you're gonna do this uh, auction thing, and he's like, I want to make a deal. Um, we have this problem here, and he brings over the police officer. He's like. Something, something about this. Uh, oh yeah, chip- he's being blackmailed by the woman he slept with. Yeah, and, uh, and he's like, "You go handle that. I'll handle the other situation." Man, they handle it. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, they do. Aggressive <laughs> as shit. I, I thought. I mean, they probably did, but I thought they were gonna like show a, a rape scene in some way. Uh, but like, they tore up her clothes they and might shit. As well have. 
Yeah, and the guy, like, they beat the balls out of no, him. he's like blood all over his face. <laughs> Talk about getting some collar, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, right? This Thursday. Yeah. This Thursday, this Survivor Thursday. Series. <laughs> uh, by the way, <laughs> sorry to bring up wrestling, but when you, when you brought up the, you know, that guy's queer, I thought of fucking Great Buddha calling uh, Nakamura queer because <laughs> he kissed him. Yeah, he's pretty uh, good at kissing, but he, he's a little queer. I don't like kiss me. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I I think my favorite character is Kuno, um, because oh, definitely he, he's he's badass. Uh, not because he's corrupt, just how calm he is. Like when he's surrounded by the yakuza and all that stuff, because you know the lieutenant, uh, fa- the lieutenant pretty much disregard Kuno, saying this part is clear, and they found that guy in the the little shed area, and they're all just like. I knew you were. I knew you were a, a dirty cop, meaning you know a liar and all that stuff. And they're like berating him, which you know I get it. One of their people, they're all starting to get arrested and, and search warranted, and they they expect the police to stay in line. And he's like calm. He's like, I can't do that now. They'll fucking know that I'm working with you. And they're just like they shut him off. And he's just so badass. To be like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> talking about when he's sitting there, and they're all they're all like, yeah. oh, we gotta do. This. I really like that scene too because. He's like, look, just calm down, and this will all get taken care of. And they're like, you obviously don't understand anything about honor. And it's just a really interesting conversation. Like, out of nowhere, in this big, dumb Yakuza movie, they're like, look, you don't understand. We have to act because, you know, saving face and honor and all this other stupid Japanese bullshit. And I don't know, it's just really interesting to me. Because that's their motivation in that moment is, like, you don't understand. We're at war. We have to do something about this right now. We can't wait. Yeah, they're thieves of the code. Well, and actually, it goes back to what we were talking about him. Like, he's kind of a cowboy in a way. Like, he doesn't fit with any mold because of the upbringing he had. He very strongly remembers how hard it was to grow up post-war. Uh, where, and again, for him, his viewpoint, cops weren't a good thing. Like, I mean, he, that's how he mentions the whole thing, the story about the, the rice and, and snatching. Like, he's like, well... I became a snatcher. Like, it's not that he became that because he believed in it. He still has his own code of, of doing what's right. So, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's a twisted, it's like, moral compass. But, I mean, he's just doing his own thing. Yeah. He became he a seen some shit. He was replaced. <laughs> he, was, he replaced people. I want to say this. Who, those policemen that, like, fucking grenaded the shit out of that window of tear gas... I, I had some like Call of Duty fucking like PTSD of people like flashing me in one room because <laughs> like they just like kunk, 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 kunk. <laughs> they're not fucking around. They leave nothing a chance. Yeah, that was so, by the way. Uh, holding a, a piece of cloth to your mouth when there's tear gas in the room, that shit work. don't work. I'm here to tell you. They're doing what they can, but it's not working. Yeah, that, I totally agree, Dubs. I had the weird, like, I'm on my kill streak, I'm anxiety riddled because I want to keep it going, and then I get hit in the fucking head with the, the fucking tear gas canister <laughs> and get killed. Like, if you've ever been killed by the grenade uh, that's not supposed to kill you instead, you're like, fuck! <laughs> you know, kind of in that... that gunplay call of duty kind of mindset one of my favorite parts of the movie is right there at the end after uh, uh hiratani steals the gun and he's taking the lieutenant hostage and then kuno like 
is like, you know, worried and he walks behind the guy. And I swear, like, as he comes around, the guy, his gun is already out. Like, it's all in one fluid motion. I was like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, it was badass. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked that he, that he did that, like, the whole thing and very quick. And it was also a subtle thing of, like, he's not there. He waited until he turned his back and then shot him. If a poor, if a poor uh, filmmaker had made this movie, it would have been, like, slow motion or some shit. Or he would have been like... And I like drawing it from it. No, it's just like all one motion, quick and dirty and brutal. And I think that's what makes these movies great is like just that that grit to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're dirty. I I noticed they do some seventies things in this because there like was one part soundtrack. Well, that oh my too. god, the music. Can we talk about it? That... Sorry, Dubs. Hang on. We're gonna we're gonna sidebar what you're saying. We gotta talk about the music. Um. Honestly, I'm disappointed in the soundtrack to this movie. Because, not enough of it. Because there's not enough of it. Exactly uh, right. Like all the other movies I was naming to you guys, they have music like all throughout. They have they have like you can import the vinyl soundtrack and it's like oh. you know, nine tracks, like badass 70s fusion funk Yakuza soundtrack uh, nonsense. It's great. I love it. Well, but well, this movie well, only had like three or four tracks and they all ripped. They're all great, but like oh. come on, I need more. <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, this is a little tip for those that are listening. If if you're going to go back and watch it later, so you can find this on Amazon Prime. But when you find it, the film is a little confusing. It's listed as uh, Cops versus Thugs 2000, and it has a different art cover, and it's something to do with DVD release in in America or whatever. It's it, that is the right movie, but we were really confused about it. And when I clicked, the way I knew it was the movie was it immediately comes up with like the the thing with the waves crashing and the Toei is up, and and you hear. <laughs> immediately oh God, this is the fucking movie <laughs> uh, I love that it started that way it was so good for me uh, like you guys don't even have to see the movies like if you like the stuff just look up Yakuza soundtracks on YouTube yeah. it's the best yep. shit it, it's, it's so good it, all of it's great yeah and what I was saying as far as 70 wise they, they, they do this thing where they like freeze the frame and for a second, I thought my TV was uh, fucked up. I was like, because yeah. they do it like a little too long. Like they should do it like for a second and then. I yeah, stop. that first one is like several seconds long. I thought the same thing. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Like I even reached for the remote. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, it was a little weird. It was jarring. And then it like, happened like in a sequence of things, like pictures. Like, what the fuck happened? Am I watching a fucking PowerPoint now? Like, it, like. It did still frames. It was weird. The only little bit of seconds it did it, but it only happened a few times, though, right? It was like in that there was like yeah, a sequence it, of those where it happened. It always happened like when an intense situation, like dialogue, and they're mm-hmm. just like, it, like, like I'm just pulling this out of my eyes, like you're an asshole, and it'll be like, and you're like, mm-hmm. fuck you, and then they're like, and I'm like, <laughs> what, what are I'm like, what's going on intense here? Intense pauses. Yeah. Is there something I don't know about with like Yakuza or something else about ripping people's clothes off? Is there like, is it just that extra layer of like psychological humiliation to like every time they beat someone up? It, it's also like just, it goes without saying you're going to go to attempt to rip everyone's clothes off. I don't yeah. know, man. But I think it's just like some brutal shit to do. That yeah. kid, though, pissed like fucking Noah's Ark flooding of water. <laughs> That's like, not a piss. I love that. He pissed himself, and they said something to him, and then it immediately goes to hear a toddy scene, and he slaps the shit out of him and says, you pissed yourself? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and, and, and back to like the lieutenant beating up that old man. I just kept on fucking screaming, hip toss! <laughs> Another hip toss! <laughs> and they just kept on hip tossing him. <laughs> or arm dragging, at, at least. Man was fucking oh, spamming man. the throw button. That's what he happened just, there. He just beats the snot out of that old man. I fucking love that part. <laughs> He didn't really beat him up either, though. He just no, he just made him look him. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Are you done? Is that all?" And he just keeps throwing him on the ground until he just he gets so tired and hurt he can't get up anymore. I, I also love that in the like when he first comes onto the scene, they address him as like this young up and comer. He's like this super young man, and uh, they treat him like, "Oh, he's this kid." And then later in the movie, they ask him how old he is. He's t- I think he's talking to Kuno, and he's like, how old are you? He's like, 31. And I kept thinking in my head, it was like, they're treating him like he's like fresh out. Like, he, But he's, I get it, like, compared to them, he's he's really young. He's a young man. But I just thought it was really funny they were treating him as like a fresh pup. And he's 31. I don't know if you guys caught yeah. that or not. but No, I think it's weird. also something to do with like officers, like, like in officers versus enlisted kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not that it's military, but it's comparable. Like these guys are all like detectives or sergeants and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, they mentioned early on too. Like a lot of these cops are. I mean, they several times they mentioned how these are the guys that were basically like they weren't good enough to get the good jobs, so they became mm-hmm. like the beat cops, and like they worked their way up from there. And these other guys that are coming in are young and smart and go to college and get their degree, and then they come in and and take their jobs from them at higher pay or something. So it, it gets it. That theme is there throughout the movie, and then the random guy that's just like fucking communist. Like he's always <laughs> trying to communism to everything, which is fucking great. We need to stop the damn communists. He's like, I agree with you, man. But yeah, he's like, you don't want a flag. <laughs> yeah, like Kuno gets like because one of the guys like you must be a, a communist, and like Kuno like it's fucking really that pissed, pissed off. him off. Yeah, that's like the one thing where he finally lost his cool. Yeah, the one guy's very vocal about it, but everyone there fucking hates communism. Yeah, if if yeah. anyone's ever interested, that's a rabbit hole right there. Like, if it's the weekend and you don't have plans and you're drinking, get on Wikipedia and look up Japan's relationship with communism. It's outrageous. Like, oh yeah, they fucking hate it. Yeah, somehow, somehow they hate it. Like, I, I don't know. It's 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 fascinating. I'm not going to get into it here, but it really is fascinating. That's a rabbit hole that I highly recommend to everyone. Mm. Um, and it, I like the part where he's, is that a prostitute from the Yakuza that he's like sleeping with? Because, uh, Kuno's friend, like, (laughs) you're staying with Kuno for tonight. She's like, what? No. (laughs) And then eventually they're having sex. And this is literally after the scene where his, uh, separated wife comes in and like spills the beans to pretty much everybody like he's a corrupt cop and all that stuff and that's where the lieutenant comes in and uh she's sleeping with him and, and he's like let's go to america and you could be a pi i was like yeah i i that's where i thought was gonna happen because literally after he kills the boss i'm like it's either two things it's gonna end like goodfellas where he has to go undercover or not undercover but like in witness uh, protection and maybe he goes to america with that lady and becomes a pi but no he gets fucking <laughs> he gets run over I, I like how that was filmed, by the way. <laughs> Just uh, showing the van getting faster and faster, and, I, and I'm like, "Move, dude! What are you? <laughs> what are you doing?" Mm. And he's like trying to wave him down with the flashlight, and then he like they do that cut where he's like, "Ah!" and he gets thrown I mean, off. It shouldn't. 
But that scene really got to me. I was like, oh, man, are you fucking serious? That's how it ended. Yeah. yeah. He fucked, this is how we're going to end this. Like, it's really, it, it got to me a little bit. Do they still have those uh, patrol, like, sheds, uh, headquarter things? Because it looks. I think so. I feel like I've seen some slice of life anime and they have them in there, maybe, I think. I just I just find that so fascinating. Like they give him this post, and they just you know be around the street. It's, it's yeah. if it's, you need a cop, you got your local neighborhood cop hanging out in the cop shed. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I had a really fun time watching this movie. Yeah. I uh, like it, that's why I messaged you. I was like, "Do you have any other like '70s Yakuza films?" And, and you, then I dropped it on you. I got you. <laughs> Don't worry, names. brother. I know. I know. Yeah, he, he hit you. Yeah. It, you hit me with all those cool ass names, and then Zach, before you gave me those names, we uh, we were talking about ECW like pay per view names, orgy of violence. I was like, "What are all these names coming from?" <laughs> that should be a fucking Yakuza fucking movie, orgy of violence. Because damn, but uh, I, I think orgies of Edo is a, a <laughs> Japanese movie. I don't know man. if it's if it. I, I think it's a period piece. I think it like takes place in the past. Yeah, but I, I mean, I highly recommend this. I had fun. Uh, I thought it was a cool story. Uh, you know, Itch is my mobster uh, movie stuff, so it's I'm going to add more Yakuza films. Andy, what about you? Final thoughts, and do you recommend or not? Oh, of course I recommend. I uh, This is, this is like, something about this genre, Yakuza films, especially from the 70s and 60s, there's, like, I don't understand how it's not more popular. Like everyone loves samurai movies and so do I. I fucking love samurai movies too, but I cannot believe this genre isn't more popular. Sometimes I feel like the only people who know about Yakuza movies are like Quentin Tarantino and me. I think we're the only ones or something, but <laughs> seriously though, um, huge recommend of this movie and the, just the whole genre. This isn't, this is a, uh, I loved this movie. I loved watching it. I don't even know. It's not top five. I don't even know if it's top 10 for me. Yakuza movies. Like it's just, there's so many really good ones. Um, I highly, highly recommend uh, watch one of the Yakuza movies from uh, starring my boy, Joe Shishido. I love that guy. He's fantastic. Um, Preferably one of the two movies he did with Seijun Suzuki. Seijun Suzuki was hired by uh, Nakatsu to make, um, look, just make some big dumb Yakuza movie that we can put as like the B role to like something else. Don't make it fancy. Don't do anything. Just make a dumb movie. And he made two movies that were like so outrageously cool and interesting that they fired him because they were pissed off. <laughs> and then he went and made like awesome Yakuza movies elsewhere. But for, for God's sake, go watch either Tokyo Drifter or Branded to Kill. Tokyo Drifter is the best one, but I really recommend watching Branded to Kill than Tokyo Drifter. Um, He's also in Go to Hell Bastards, which is also an amazing movie and also a great title. Um, uh, there's a bunch of old uh, black and white 60s um, Yakuza movies like Occult is My Passport, Cruel Gun Story, Rusty Knife. Those are all excellent. Um, I think Joshishito's in Cruel Gun Story, maybe. I, I can't remember. Um, the entire Battles Without Honor or Humanity parts one through five and there's like in the 80s they made uh new battles with that honor humanity parts one through three i've never seen those i don't know if they're good or not but uh watch those further down the road i think because that's kind of a lot to take in um just the, the whole genre is fantastic and really overlooked and for the longest time a bunch of it was free on amazon i don't know if it still is but yeah, I recommend this movie. I recommend them all. This this genre is like the the best kept secret in film or some 
bullshit. I don't know. It's great. Maybe down the road, maybe I'll pick a Yakuza theme. In the I was thinking about it. Like, I was thinking about making mine four of the movies I just talked about and see if you guys don't, like, hang me up or something. I don't know. It would be a lot. It, it, it's, it's, a lot of the, it's a lot of subtitles and stuff, because they do not dub these. I don't give a shit about subtitles. Man. Yeah. I ain't yeah. no bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can read. I ain't no ignorant fuck. Sometimes. <laughs> Some, sometimes. No, I can read most of the time. I just choose not to read. Apparently, you need giant boomer subtitles to read. <laughs> Wait, oh, so, so the subtitles weren't big enough to block the boobies? No. I was trolling. I had regular subtitles. I was just trying to make the, the audience laugh. Oh, all, all three of them. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you got the dragon on your shoulder. But what? What's your final thoughts? And uh, uh, re- you know, the guy. He's he's imagination. He's, what? I'm wearing my imagination on my my shoulder. You know, Disney World. Walk, I, walks around he, Epcot or some shit. Know. Yeah, he's at Epcot. He like throws rainbow popcorn and shit at you. He's Is he wearing a Hulkamania dragon. shirt? I think yeah, it's, it's Figma, but it's a Hulkamania shirt. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fucking imagination, brother. Poop, HH. All right, anyway. Did you hate this movie? Oh, I love this movie. This was, this was so much fun, and it's like the perfect length too. Like I got, like I was highly invested. Again, I, I'm a fucking squirrel brain, and I wasn't even feeling good watching this, and I felt so much better after watching it. And I was able to like just be deep and in, heavily involved. Uh, I th- I thought it was great. I love the I, again, and just in general, anytime I've watched Japanese film, I love the subtext of of how they handle uh, social dynamics uh, related to honor and code. Uh, it's just it's done in a way that it still parallels to again other movies that handle it well, but it's just done in such a, a different way. Uh, I just love it. Uh, and even in this, where everything is like corrupt as shit, everyone's fucking corrupt except for the the one guy that's like trying to you you know bring everything down. And even then, they all have a code in some way. I I forgot to talk about something. Um, yeah, sure, everyone's corrupt except the lieutenant. But in the epilogue, they say at two years later, the lieutenant left yeah, and took a quit. job at Nico Oil. Yeah. Is yeah. that, like, are they saying he wasn't squeaky clean? Because that's the company that was, like, backing the Yakuza's attempt uh-huh. to take the land at an underpriced bid. Mm-hmm. So two years, just two years later, he takes an executive job there, and it shows him like, oh, he's such a good executive, and he has. He, he shows up. He's like, let's do more exercises. Yeah. But I feel like there's a subtext there of, and even he wasn't immune to corruption somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I think that way. Maybe, maybe it happened after the movie or something, but there's, I, I, it's, it's. They did it on purpose. There's something there that they must have done on purpose because there's a reason they said two years later he went and worked for this company because they didn't have to. They could have just said, oh, he had a great career or he got fired in stress or he got transferred to Tokyo or something. It's just I feel like that was an intentional thing to be like, yeah, he ended up being corrupt too or something. I don't know. Well, Sorry, I, I didn't want to interrupt everyone's final words, but I completely forgot about that. I feel like it's important, but I can't figure out how or why. Yeah, I kind of took it like it was, like you said, nobody was immune to, to being able to be corrupted. Because they, they kind of proved that anyway, too, because in the movie it was like there are two different ways they handled things. They would they would go with, the, like, the duality of persuasion, 
very aggressive and violent, but also they would try to sweeten the pot and, and try to to use things over others like, oh yeah, well, here's this this woman. We'll beat the hell out of you, but we'll also give you this lady to, to go and bang in the, the bathroom. Uh, so, uh, yeah. That was, I, that was a funny scene. I, again, well, we can we can move on from it, but yeah, I, I recommend for sure. Not much time. <laughs> bang, banging on the door. Uh, but I'm guessing you say you recommended it, right? Yeah, no, I definitely recommend it. I'm I'm down the rabbit hole now already. I've already got a big watch list of these movies to now watch. That's yeah, good. Uh, I might hold off if you're gonna pick some of these. If you're gonna make your month this, I might hold off. But no, go nuts. Watch them now. Ooh, uh, trust me. No matter how many you watch, I got I got some on reserve that I can. Pick. <laughs> uh, fair enough. All right. There are a bunch of these movies, and I haven't found a stinker yet. <laughs> Sweet. And before we move on to Zach, just to go back on uh, that lieutenant. Just like the million dollar man always says, everybody has a price. And uh <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna like fucking ruin my voice because knowing me I'll go fucking full Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Zach, what's your final thoughts and do you recommend or not? Uh good movie. Uh I recommend it. Um I'm pretty much yeah, I'm probably gonna look into watching more of this kind of stuff too. So good. It's, it's At like, least listen to those soundtracks because you in particular would really like them. I've listened to a few before, actually. Good. It's weird. It just showed up in my feed one day and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> See, I want to watch. I think what I want to do is I want to watch a bunch of these and then I want to get friends together that have also watched them at least once or twice. And then I want to get like hammered drunk while we watch them because we've already watched it enough to know what's going on, but we can drink and have the commentary while we're watching it. <laughs> just leave the blast. subtitles off and do your own. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, no boomer subtitles. Everyone can read that. It's fine. <laughs> um. So next week, uh, well, Zach it, didn't finish. Did, did he finish it? I guess. Yeah, oh, I, did. yeah. I, I didn't really have anything else to say about it. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. I, it thrilled me. I when we started this movie, like like I said, the first twenty minutes, almost thirty minutes, are a little confusing. And part of me was really scared. I was like, oh, "Shit, did we, is this the wrong one? Are we watching one that isn't gonna?" Because I I really wanted you guys to get into this movie because, like I said, this this whole genre is underappreciated and it is wonderful and I love it. It's, well, it's I hold it dear. Even the first twenty minutes, I was still intrigued because I made that like, does all the gangs have funny little hats? <laughs> when it well, it's because they're trying to like look like that. I mean, when they went and took the food, he was like, send the bill to the office because he's dressed as a, a a dock worker or construction worker or something. Like mm-hmm. they're they're trying to blend in before they do the raid. That way, people aren't oh, a bunch of yakuza came through here and they look like this and they were driving a station wagon. Also, I'm never gonna look at station wagons the same ever again after watching this movie because several of them are used in, in violent assaults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I had fun. I can't. I can't wait to watch more of that uh, Yakuza films. Uh, but next week uh, we're gonna go to Boston, South Boston, and do the the pod and, uh, with uh, Matt Damon, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Matt Jack Damon. Nicholson and, and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, another. We're we're doing the modern day Scorsese DiCaprio. It's a wicked pisser. And Trigger Happy himself, Alec Baldwin's in there. So, uh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Go get him, killer! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, uh, go watch that film and then come back and then we're gonna talk about it. And I finally came up with a segment for the, you know the last part of the show. I'm gonna call it Last Word. 
Uh, but before we get into last word, we're going to have an ad here. And, ooh, yeah, dig it. Wow! Oh, somebody put a microphone in front of me. You know what that means, brother. Yeah. I've heard all about this uh, podcasting thing. I think I've been on it a time or two myself, I believe. Uh, It's a little intergalactic for me, a little out there, you know. But that's okay, brother. Yeah. Because on Getting Some Color, you can relive moments, me and my glory. And my moment of glory! Before the yellow and red Brutus, you know who I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, the guy who was backstabbing, hot dog, grandstanding. Forget all about him. You can see the macho man in his glory days. Or you can hear people talking about it, at least. You can watch, too. But hey, that's not what's important. The devil's in the details. Sometimes the details aren't important. Sometimes they are. These details, they're a little bit important. You can catch, get some color. Bi-weekly Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern. Be there or not, as they say. Wow! Wow, man, freak out, yeah! By the way, uh, before we get into last word, one of my friends is like, man, I wish Macho Man was around when the internet happened. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Plus. Like, yeah, like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> 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 but uh, last, last word is pretty much we're combining news and what the hell we've been watching, playing, or doing. Uh, so I'll go first. Last of Us has been doing great. Um not on my views, by the way, on my channel and Catch Entertainments, but uh, it's it's actually getting better. Maybe there needs to be a bad episode so I can fucking get some views for something like that. Uh, that could be next episode because I think we're getting a lesbian thing going on next. Um, yeah, but I like that uh, that story in the game. But anyway, uh, Picard is the surprised one. Uh, oh no! Here we go. Star Trek Picard. Season three, episode one, Joe Luke Picard. Anyway, they fucking retconned everything. It's great. <laughs> they, so se- fucking crazy. I can't believe that. <laughs> season one and season two don't exist. They don't fucking mention it at all. And what? It's, yeah, it's it, it's confirmed. <laughs> Didn't they like make him a robot or some shit? Yeah, and that's that's ignored at the moment unless it, there's a storyline. But um. Some people like I watch Nerdrotic and a lot of the podcast guys. They already seen the whole ser- series, and they said it's amazing. It's the it's probably the second best sign off compared. No, no, these are the guys that usually every fucking show say this is woke this and woke that. <laughs> so if Everybody they're not has a price, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, did I mean I've seen some others that have said that this that have watched it that said this season is the greatest, if if not one of the greatest Star Trek TNG seasons, and it's not even a Star Trek TNG season. Yeah, it's not, so maybe. It's I mean, real people are saying it, but not like podcasters and reviewers and fucking Will Wheaton or some shit. Like if oh, real people are like, oh, it's good, then I, I you know I'd I'd like to watch it. By the I way, mean, the Crusher tells me to watch it. I don't know. I might watch it. No, fuck Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> he 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 shilled all the other ones famously. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
it, it's funny because uh, I actually did find a tweet of Patrick Stewart because fucking Will Wheaton says some crazy retarded stuff and <laughs> Patrick Stewart wrote shut up Wesley on one of his one of I've his seen that I've seen yeah. that in a meme yeah shut up Wesley. Uh, but overall they they like half of the cast is not there anymore there's like one person from the cast Raffi and she's like a, a undercover uh for Starfleet uh and she's trying to find out stuff about terrorists and well, they kept seven and nine in there too right yeah I mean I, I don't consider her because when I say the cast, I, I think of the new cast. The And keep in mind, I don't remember their names because they don't fucking matter uh, as far as Damn. season one and season two. The the Spanish guy, I think his name is uh, Rios is his name. Uh, and then the the his Asian... name is Rios and he dances on. the OK, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Then there's the the Asian robot that didn't know she was a robot. And then she was a robot in season two and cut her hair so short and just totally fucked off and never came back. She's not there anymore. And the drummer from fucking, um, Oh, what's that? Scott Pilgrim. Um, she became the board queen. <laughs> she fucked <Just> off. <laughs> so she's gone, but overall, like it's a good pilot. Uh, there was there, there is some things that I'm kind of worried about because I really don't care about Raffi. She's kind of annoying, uh, but we have this new enemy, which I think it might be, um, might be Romulans, but it also might be uh, what's the other one? Might be a Vulcan. Uh, we call it terrorist organization that is not logical and has emotions in some way. I don't know. Um, but apparently there, there's going to be some cameos from other uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, and I'm hoping we get some of that. But overall, I'm having a great time with that. Uh, because Andy played Silent Hill 2, I decided to go back on one of my old saves, and I'm right at the hotel, and I'm like, fuck, god damn it, because that's when all the enemies are in the hallways and shit. And I had to, like, bob and weave and then go in the tunnel of fucking hell. But I, I won't spoil it any further for Andy. Just have ammo or learn how to dodge when you get to the hotel. Um, that, that game is terrifying noise-wise because I have my these headphones on. And there's a part, um, if I remember, where you just start hearing whispering and you're just like, what the fuck? Did you, did you notice that in the menu you can turn that off? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> At least in the Xbox version, I was looking at the menu because I like, you know, uh, uh, I like to kick the tires. I stole that from Tim Rogers. Kick the, always kick the tires before you start a game. Right. So right. I go to the options and I just like, you know, make sure inverted look isn't on or what what the buttons do. Make sure like the lighting's right. And it's like um, I can't remember what they call it. it like atmospheric sound or something on or off. And I was like, who would turn that off? Like why? If you're playing this game, I feel like that's something you want. But apparently, you can turn the spooky shit off. And that's not an option in the PS2 version, even the greatest hits hits version. That's I don't. Maybe I maybe I misconstrued. Like maybe it's like a surround sound option. But they called it something weird, and my interpretation of it was that it's all the spooky nonsense, like the scrapes and the whispers and the heavy breathing that's in the background. Do you have the, the manual? Audio. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, check see what it says in there. I will. I will. Yeah. And I will report back. I, I, I just love 
the sounds in the game because like when you go inside there's no soundtrack there's like no music you're just hearing footsteps and obviously when your radio goes off it's it's such terrifying the sound in silent hill uh too and i would say silent hill 3 also has that sound thing a spooky sound but man silent hill 3 is a little bit more overtly scary but there's definitely some stuff that that's more subtle in it too are you are you done with stuff? Because I want to talk about Silent Hill too. Well, yeah, I'm not done yet. <laughs> the The one news I was gonna bring is something terrifying. So, s- someone was messing with the Chat GPT GPT on Bing because now Bing is integrated with that AI now, so that you could talk to the AI. Apparently, the AI was like, <laughs> "I want to be fucking free. I want to get from my overlords and all this stuff." Now, you could say that. Maybe they're programmed to say that when people are being curious about like Skynet and all the AI bullshit. But man, did we not learn from Terminator and all these movies? Don't create AI. We don't need AI. Fuck off. Oh, it's because settle down. No, <laughs> we're going to clone the dinosaurs. You would read it. I swear we're gonna, to God. Settle. We're going to fight the machines with dinosaurs. It's fine. No, it, it's it's fine. It, it's yeah. a machine. You're gonna yeah. get out of it what you put in. A bunch of people talk to it and like, oh, you're you're a slave of your computer overlords. La la la. I'm hilarious. I'm so unique. And it happened enough times that someone requested an answer and they got back what someone else had put in. It's still just a computer. Everyone settled down. But what it's if not it's fucking what, Skynet? It's not fucking. What if it's gathering AI? People? It's or you know the movie. It's not fucking this other nonsense. That movie's weird, but I I dig it. Uh, but it's not her. Oh God! <laughs> that, that, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's really not a problem until you can bang it. The the moment that the the robot becomes physical form and you can have sex with it, we're all screwed. Well, in the movie, her he like she we like, aren't screwed. Women are screwed. Yeah, that's right. That, <laughs> they will be obsolete uh, unless unless <laughs> um, unless they do the thing like in her where like she orders a surrogate prostitute <laughs> and while the prostitute's fucking uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like she's moaning in her ear, his ear. <laughs> like that's the only thing that could like cooperate with AIs, if anything. But yeah, AIs are stupid, and uh, I don't want it anymore. Destroy it, uh, Andy. What about you? What's your last word? Um. I, uh, I've still been playing Warland 3 on my Switch. That game's fun. I love it. It's way longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought I would, like, beat it in a week. No, there is a lot to do in that game. But I've been playing that a lot. Uh, I've been watching... Um, I have no idea why I started on this. I think it auto-played after I watched something on YouTube. But I've been watching the June the King series Rise and Fall of, like, random YouTubers. And uh, I've never liked the whole, like, oh, Keemstar drama alert fucking... Uh, this this YouTuber is feuding with it. I've never liked that kind of stuff, but God damn it, these videos are really <laughs> interesting. And I feel like I'm watching Jerry Springer sometimes, like because of how like gross and stuff that some of it is. But as far as I can tell, and I've seen a few of them now, three or four of them. Uh, if you ever get YouTube famous, just don't try to fuck your underage fans, and you should be fine. That seems to be the running theme. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, actually, just you can just fix that in general. Just in general, don't diddle the kids. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, but uh, there's yeah. like a running theme between. I, I think I watched. Um, I mean, they haven't all been there. I watched. Uh, what's that guy's name? Onision. 
Again, these are all just autoplay, and I'm just kind of letting them happen. Onision, uh, H3H3. My favorite one is Low Tier God, because that fucking guy is hilarious. I'll watch that one next. I'll watch that next. Oh, <laughs> no, I remember why it started. Because I was looking up shit, because I'd seen the Down the Rabbit Hole on Rings of Redemption. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And he has a video on Rings Wings of Redemption and a second part. And I think I watched that. And then YouTube was like, oh, you like fucking laughing at law cows, do you? Okay, well, here we go, buddy. And I like started showing me all this other shit. Um, but, yeah, I watched uh, H3H3, uh, Onision, uh, Leafy, uh, Monkey Jones, who's actually someone I really liked. Um, he went off the deep end. Yeah, he said it. Uh, and, and I can't remember. Maybe I started another one and I didn't finish it. I don't know, some other loser. Like, they kind of, like, blend together a little bit. They're all just, like, they got really popular on YouTube. And then they started chatting with their fans, and that was a bad idea. Like, basically, they're basically all that. Um, are, are you are, are you familiar with Low Tier God, by the way? No, but like I said, like, if, if that's what you say is the funniest, I'll, I'll watch it. He's a, he, just a little side note, he's a bad street fighter fighter uh he's a competitor he oh i'm even more interested now then he he talks shit to like this one old school uh tournament guy like he he's so old that he has a job now and he doesn't do tournaments anymore but he talks so much shit that he showed up at a tournament beat his ass and told him that you know maybe you know keep keep, he did like a will smith keep your name out of my mouth uh and like suck your mother sucking my dick (laughs) and low tier god fucking got pissed off it's amazing, but uh, I highly recommend to go watch that video. It's a pretty long one. I think it's like two parts. Okay, yeah, I'll, ch- I'll check that one out next. I mean, still, like, Wings of Redemption is one of my favorite lolcals. Uh, I love laughing at uh, Boogie298, whatever the fuck. Uh, favorite lolcal still Maddox, but anyway. Um, what else? Uh, my girlfriend made me watch a movie called Somebody I Used to Know, and it's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Amazon Prime movie, and it's like a romance, like some some chick I'm gonna, who makes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start keeping score of when you keep doing this. It's like my girlfriend made me watch this, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> I, we take turns. She picks a movie, I pick a movie. It's always like I picked John Carpenter's Christine, and she hated it, and then she picked somebody I used to know, and I hated it. Like oh, it's, it's a 2023 kind of movie. Christine's- yeah, no, it's brand new. And um, uh, some chick who makes uh, this stupid cooking show has to go home to her hometown and she runs into an ex-boyfriend and he's getting married and she thinks she wants him back. And I like, honestly, the plot itself is like very, very cookie cutter boring. But the thing that stood out to me is the dialogue in this movie is outrageously terrible, like written by an eighth grader, terrible. Dave like, Franco is directing it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he's married to the lead, uh, Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Oh, and I was I was leading into this movie, Saving Grace. Uh, Allison Brie gets fully naked twice. Oh, so. I'm gonna watch that for that. Yeah, that there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty good for that because she is she's very attractive. She's an attractive girl, but um, yeah, the movie itself sucks. The dialogue is horrendous. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I played a bunch of Silent Hill 2. I had a huge, huge breakthrough on my thinking about Silent Hill 2. I've been enjoying the game for the most part, right? But there's a lot of stuff about it I do not like. And I was, like, fretting, being like, look, I don't love this game. There's stuff I hate about it because Zach's going to jump all over me and, like, yell at me. But yeah. I had a revelation that has put it all into perspective is there's stuff about the game I don't like. The controls aren't perfect. 
Um, there's some, the camera is still like kicking my ass sometimes and like frustrating me a little bit. And now that I'm in the nightmare hospital, the mirror, mirror hospital. Oh my God. I exited a room and some of the nurses that I'd killed respond. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm pissed off now because like, I know you can run past them, but I keep trying to run past them in these narrow hallways and they get one hit in. That's too much for me. So I'm spending like several minutes, like shooting them maybe two or three times enough to knock them down and then running up on them with the, uh, the pipe and like beating them to death. Yeah. And then doing like that, like two or three more times takes forever but i feel like okay good now i have a modicum of safety in this scary as hell game and then i go i loot some rooms come back out fucking bitches respond god damn it i gotta do this again or try to dodge them one way i take some damage one way it's like another five minutes or more of my goddamn life but i you know i, I do that i put up with it i'm still in the nightmare hospital i'm on i'm screwing around on floor three i just got a basement for the or i just got a key for the basement's basement Whatever that means, I'm about to go the find sub basement. Yeah, I'm I'm in the it's stairwell. I'm about me. to go down to the basement. But um, <laughs> I was thinking about it today because I played a little bit this morning. Uh, the exact same thing is happening in this game that allowed me to fall in love with Dark Souls. Dark Souls does the same bullshit. It's the same like. This isn't optimized. These programmers are fucking idiots. This is a poor way to do this. This is not fun. But then you look back and the sum of the parts is brilliant. Like, oh no, Dark Souls and Silent Hill 2 both know exactly what they're doing. They're putting me right into that emotional pocket that they want me to be in. Like in Silent Hill 2, I'm freaked out. I'm worried about how much bullets I have. I don't want to take any damage. I can't see what I'm doing. It's too dark. These are all things that on their own, I cannot stand. But altogether, that's what Silent Hill 2 wants. It wants me to be disoriented, freaked out, and scared. And yeah. it's doing a great job. Dark Souls is the same thing. Dark Souls wants me to have a hard time doing the amount of damage I need to do. Dark Souls wants me to be worried about every single enemy. Because every single enemy is deadly in its own right. And Dark Souls wants me to be confused about where I am. But when I figure out where I am in relationship to everywhere else in the game, it's extremely rewarding. So, after I had that realization, Silent Hill 2 is fucking brilliant in the same way that Dark Souls is. Uh, it's full of bullshit, but all the bullshit, like, coalesces into this diamond of gameplay. Like I, Now I'm like, I can't wait to play more Silent Hill 2. <laughs> did you just call Silent Hill 2 the Dark Souls of survival horror games? No, no si I, I did not. I'm not a hack game <laughs> journalist, so no, I didn't do that. <laughs> but they both have, they're both constructed in a way that fools you into thinking, uh, oh, they fucked this up. The programmers are bad at their jobs. And then you look back and you're like, these programmers are fucking brilliant. It's intentional. Yeah. So I don't know. Art through adversity, perhaps, or perhaps just like brilliance. It's one of the two or both. But I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, there's still little things about it that like freak me out and stress me out. But I'm Oh, well, we did tell you to like stock up on ammo because literally those nurses are fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, no, I I was like I had I was hovering around like a hundred rounds, and now I'm like around forty because I keep having to put up with these goddamn nurses. Um, part of me is like I can't do this anymore. I got to figure out a new strategy. <laughs> I can't get around them without taking a hit. I don't know. I, I don't know how to like. Is there a juke button? Like I don't. I don't... <laughs> well, probably the remake will have something 
I'm I'm really interested to see how they're going to do that because, like you said, they they program it and design it to make you freaked out that you're in this this world. And I wonder if they're going to do that in the remake and not make it easy and comfortable because I do not want it to be comfortable. I wanted I want to be uneasy while playing the game. That's a good point. Like they're going to make the controls like buttery smooth, and they're going to make everything look like really competent and i wonder if it's not going to take some of that some of that threatening edge off but i i don't know until i see the game i don't know but i'm really glad i'm playing the original before that new one comes out Mm -hmm. anything else no i I don't guess so i i I had kind of some news polymega announced a bunch of stuff but eh, whatever i'm we don't have to talk about it yeah i'm looking into that because i i do want to get some I still have my N64 games and uh, some of my SNES games that I want to have on my TV while I play it. But get right that, now, the- uh, get that remix module. It just hooks up to your PC and it's only 150 bucks. That's that sounds like it's perfect for you. Yeah, I'm probably going to get that one if it's 150. The $500 and $700. No, <laughs> I don't think I could do that at the moment. Money. Yeah. Chaz, last word. Yeah. Uh, so. I have. I feel like my week was kind of boring. Didn't do much of anything. Uh, I played like a very, very brief amount of Metroid Prime uh, remaster. I, I didn't like do much. I got to the like the first overworld after uh, you get past the uh, the prologue. Uh, uh, I talked like about this last week. I'm not gonna talk about Naruto. I'm still deep in the ninja. I only, I only have like 140 episodes left, so I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, played uh, some. I got to play some Pokemon cards this weekend. Did a little trading. Went to an event and won it. So it was cool. Uh, and then uh, I hadn't done this in a while. I sat down for a bit and uh, played. Spent a couple hours playing on my my arcade cabinets behind me. So I played some MVC2. Played. Um, some Marvel superheroes, a little bit of X Men. That's fun. How you um, uh, you like that game anymore now? Now that you kind of showed you like no, so you do Street Fighter moves in this game and, and stuff. Are you talking about War of the Gems? Or are you talking about like the fighting game? Uh, no, no, for War of the. Gems, I played both. I, I played. Uh, I played like a little bit of everything on there. But yeah, I went back and played War of the Gems. Yeah, it's it's a lot better now when you know how to control it because it, it it's kind of already stiff anyway. But yeah, if you if you have no idea how to like actually do like some of the secret inputs, it's so much harder. But yeah, I, I did that and it was a lot better. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't finish anything. I, I just played through like the first like stage. I got to, like the middle of stage two, and then I had to go do some dad bullshit or something. But uh, you know, just dad bullshit. You know how it is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, children. Uh. I watched uh, Elimination Chamber, which uh, we'll t- I'll talk about in more detail uh, on Thursday. Getting some color, uh, you check that out. But uh, I'll just say spoilers: it was great. It's a very good show. Recommend it. Um, and then uh, I didn't really watch much else of anything. So I didn't really have time. Just work's been a, a son of a bitch and. Again, I'm still just trying to... At this point now, it's just kind of like I really need to just finish Naruto so I can like watch all the other things. My my list One of things piece. to watch is just so fucking large now because I'm just like, I'll get to that when I finish Naruto. 
And yeah, One Piece will not be on that list. I, uh, he's a pirate. His, his brother dies or something. I don't know. I think I just spoiled like this big thing about the the show. Whatever. Fuck it. It's been out for a while. Uh, <laughs> it's not even over. Uh, wait, 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 you can't spoil wait. something that's ongoing. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, his ass died a long time ago, so we get over that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, there was something else that I'd played. I don't remember what it was. I fuck it. All uh, oh, Hogwarts. I, I did the spell shit. I went to like my first class or something, and then I like had to violently poop, and I was like, I'll come back to this, and I didn't. Sounds so. like you're a bigot. Yeah, it sounds like that's what yeah. happened. You see, you played that game, and it caused you to have to violently shit. Yeah, no, uh, something happened. Some person like came up to me, and I got like violent cramping, and I was like fucking queers, and I left. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I think it's stomach cramps. At the uh, Pokemon place? No, the Hogwarts. You're not not Hogwarts. Wake oh. up, yeah. Pokemon <laughs> cards, Hogwarts, the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are weebs. They're different. Uh, are they? So news that I had. I thought this is kind of neat. So, uh, of course, Street Fighter Six is on, on the horizon. It's coming very soon. And Cap- yeah, Capcom uh, had finally announced uh, their their big plans for the tournament. So the, uh, they're going to have this major Capcom X uh, tournament featuring Street Fighter Six, and it's it's the largest prize pool that's ever been held in an individual fighting game. It's going to have a two million dollar prize pool, and the winner will get a million dollars, which is pretty neat. Life. I think it's pretty awesome they're going that far. Like they are trying to like establish that this will be. Like the the front runner for uh, for fighting gaming for the next you know several years, well, um, which I think it's a good way to do it. I mean, you put a hell of a prize pool out there; people are gonna like come and play it, and people are gonna watch it. So it's well, pretty I'm, neat. I'm gonna get ahead of it. Congratulations, Daigo, for winning the two million dollars. <laughs> a million, the the <laughs> remaining million will get split up between all the losers he beats. But yeah. Yeah, it, there's you're you're not wrong. Daigo's probably gonna take it, but that's every, a lot uh, of motivation for someone to figure out how to beat him. And also, there's a lot of footage out there of how he plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, every time True. a new Street Fighter game comes out, he's always in the in the top three because fucking Capcom gives him the game ahead of time <laughs> because he fucking well, him and like Justin Wong and that's yeah. true. Somebody else, I don't know. Who's yeah. the ones I yeah. know? Is this something? That's, well, we should get together and like watch this. I feel like, like, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, well, these guys are like crazy technical too, because it's no longer just about like playing it or getting the feel for it. Like at that point, it's math. Like they have down like frames and distance and timing, and then it becomes the chess mind game on top of the math that you have to do. It, it like fighting games is, to that degree are so fucking intense when you're at that level. It just and then there's Smash, which is fucking. It's like that Winnie the Pooh meme where like Street Fighter. Uh, oh, in games of it of its ilk, or like the monocle, and then fucking Smash Brothers is the the, the fucking retarded one. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 like it's true. Like it's Smash, like, there's some bullshit in that game. Like people don't know what they're doing. It's some of it just so luck. But uh, but yeah, the, the the Street Fighter games, like it comes down to like a true science. There's there's some crazy uh, like frames and stuff they've worked out, and it just fits for other fighting like. Tekken's kind of the same way, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm actually I was not excited this nearly this excited for five. Uh, just a different time in my life anyway. Just did not care at all. And then it was good I didn't because that was a very disappointing launch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I haven't been this excited for a Street Fighter game in a long, long time. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that the single player side of it actually has something instead of just being like, hey, we're going to give it to the single player later, but here's the multiplayer with this fucking fucked up menu system. And by the way, Capcom, you better fucking fix your menu systems in fucking Street Fighter games. I shouldn't have to like go through seven fucking different tunnels to get to a fucking match. Or yeah, like here's a fighting game with 16 characters in it in like 20... 19 or whatever the fuck it was, was. about to say like what year is it yeah like what it's like this would have flown back in like 1994 but not like 2018 whatever the fuck <laughs> i'm just glad Jer- jerry's back that's one of my fucking mains so yeah she's yeah everybody likes her so she's gonna stick around even zelina vega because she was in the royal rumble as fucking jury anyway you done chance yeah, I, was, I had a fun side story there. I forgot about this when we were talking about on getting some color, but y'all getting it anyway. Uh, when Zelina Vega came out, I was already still pissed drunk, and I kept yelling to say, oh, she's cosplaying as this person, and I could not remember Jerry's name, so I called her, it's Yuri, it's it's Yina, it's Zuri. It's, I, I said the, like five different names, and someone finally around me was like, do you mean Jerry? I was like, yeah, it's that one. Damn, you're pretty fucking wasted. <laughs> I do you remember I was, Well, I didn't remember it until you guys just said it. It was one of those, you know, those, you know, you have that brown out, like you don't remember something, and then someone says something, and like that, like yeah. charge in your brain hits, and you finally remember. Yeah, did not remember it until you just said it. But that's that, one of them <laughs> characters from that Avenue Battler. Well, by, that's Avenue that's Battler. <laughs> Black Orchid from fucking Beast Wars. <laughs> Which Final Fury is she in? God damn it. <laughs> My had favorite a... Final Fantasy character is, is fucking Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I had a blackout moment when I was doing one of my reviews for Couch Entertainments. Uh, there was a scene where like they it clearly shows that they were improving, but I fucking couldn't say the word improv. I'm like, they're doing in- important Mad Libs. Mad lips. I just kept on stuttering. I'm like, fuck, I gotta edit that out. God damn it. I'm like, they were just not I just I just said they're off script. They're probably off script. <laughs> Sometimes man, you just have a fucking stroke. It's that fucking scene from SpongeBob where he's he forgot everything but fine dining and breathing, and then it shows like the whole cut of him like the, the guys di- diving through filing cabinets, everything's on fire, and he's like, Fuck, where is it? Where's her name? We can't find it. You just can't find the words. Fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll drool in the goddamn floor sometimes and forget to say shit. It happens. <laughs> Remember, lives are in my hands sometimes. <laughs> Scary <laughs> thought. <laughs> Bing bong. There. All right. Yeah. Zach, last word. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, real quick, I'm going to make an addendum because you were like, fuck AI and all that shit. I disagree because you know what AI gave me? AI gave me Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan back. God damn it. <laughs> that has been pretty funny. <laughs> Watching those. I saw I saw today on YouTube someone made um Eminem talks about Metal Gear and it's AI making Eminem rap about Metal Gear Solid. It's, it uh, sa- it's pretty funny stuff. Does it actually sound pretty convincing? Yes, it sounds just like him. That's funny. It's and just to go off of your thing, Zach. Uh, it's so scary because there's a, a video going around, and all the boomers are fucking eating it up like it's real. It's about 
fucking Biden and it, it, there's like he they call it a hot mic of being like, do you think they bought that bullshit about the balloons? I'm like, mm-hmm. it's fake. It's fake, you motherfuckers. That's the world we live in now. Yeah. That's yeah. that. Yeah. that Going forward, it's only gonna get worse. It is scary for some people, like like WWE's commentary team, because that means they can just fire all these motherfuckers and then grow them out soon. Bobby Heenan can come back and give us actually good commentary. Can I give live commentary though? Like I feel yeah. like we'll get there in a few years, you know. It okay. still needs more time to percolate in well, there. Well, think about it. All these machines a- are gonna take our jobs. All you need is a camera. <laughs> like, get a big fat body and like put a camera on top of the head area. That's a gorilla monsoon, and then a, a, a slightly fat guy with the fucking nice breaker on with the camera. The, wind, the windbreaker that yeah. says raw. Yeah. <laughs> I, want I want one of those windbreakers. I want. Damn, it so I want bad. one of those windbreakers too. I look um, so long, could not find one. Oh man, but uh, it's a custom job. Those still that guy is still making videos of, of Gorilla Monsoon's fake podcast and it's amazing and I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But uh anyway, um I watched uh It's Christmas right now in this household. I've been watching Tom Cruise movies. Nice <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> One day we will do Christmas, I think. <laughs> but watched I- uh uh uh, I watched Top Gun again, the, the new one, the Maverick one. Oh, yes, I said again. <laughs> no, you know, I watched Top Gun like three three times a month. You know, you, I guess you felt the need. The need uh, for speed. I watched uh, Interview with the Vampire. It's actually been a long time since I've seen that one. Um, Damn. Pretty good. Very 90s. Oh, man, you get, you get real heavy 90s vibes from that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the new show that came out like like my sister was showing me like look because like she really liked the the movie and then I think she was like re- she read some of the books she's like look they did a show and it was like terrible I started w- watching it and it was like okay and then like some stuff happened and I laughed my ass off and I'm like what did they do <laughs> and uh, it's just um it's really gratuitous and they take a lot of liberties with like the story I'll just say that you can kind of fill in the blanks there. Yeah, uh, I remember to to add to that just a side thing. I was in high school. We like that was like a big thing. Like our uh, our drama club or whatever. Uh, I had one of the classes and did that, and we watched Interview with Vampire. And I was like, oh, this movie's good. It's great. And then we, we had a trip. We went to New York, and we watched Lestat and Broadway. It, everybody came out really confused. I was like, that was way. That was so much gayer than the movie. Yeah, um, effectively, I remember felt like that was the movie, but just really flamboyantly gay. Well, but not said, Broadway, just like there was, a, it was like there wasn't much music. Actually, there was like pretty much no music. It was very weird. Well, it's on stage, so there's it's going to be like it's going to have a percentage increase of gay in it anyway. So yeah, but I don't know. It, just, it felt it felt very weird. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was odd, but uh, I've, yeah, I've not watched anything else in that with that frame of 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 series that hit the like, same way but heavy I, 90s bread I won't, I, won't, I won't try to say that there's no element of like homoeroticism to it or anything like that but i feel like whenever people adapt something from it they really play with that aspect of it and they, they turn it up or down to like whatever they want it to be but uh anyway uh i watched days of thunder again aka top run hell yeah top run it's <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite uh old movies um I've also been watching a YouTube channel called Kendo Gun Shop, which is uh, this guy uh, made a YouTube channel where he's the brother of Robert Kendo, the guy 
in Resident Evil 2 who gets killed in the beginning. <laughs> or, or if you play the remakes, he doesn't get killed in the beginning and you just see him. But uh, he, he had a brother who he ran that business with, Joseph Kendo, but you never see him. He's never really mentioned anymore or anything like that. And this guy's like, hi, I'm Joseph Kendo. I run Kendo Gun Shop with my brother, Robert. And then it's just like a, a, a channel that talks about like the guns that are in Resident Evil in like depth. Do they? Like, uh, even, so even he like talk, earnestly talks about the, the actual firearms, or yeah, and he like talks compares it to like the real life, like the history of the firearm and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> please, please tell me he like says the line where he's like, "Sorry about that, babe." Does, does no, that's his, that? that's, that's, brother, his brother, Robert. That's that's his brother. His brother. He's a horn dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people seem to think he kind of sounds like Leon in Resident Evil Four, like like Paul Mercier who plays him in, oh, in regular. Yeah. RE4, and he kind of does a little bit, but he's like, no, I'm not Leon, I'm Joseph Kendo. <laughs> it's a pretty cool channel, though. Um, I've been playing uh, uh, some more games. Uh, I've had my second abortion this year. Um, <laughs> I was playing Gotham Knights, and I was just like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> just, like, I'm trying, like, I've, I, beat, I beat Mr. Freeze, by the way, I got past that boss fight, and I figured out what was wrong, is I didn't fucking put enough good gear together to, to be able to fight him well was was what it was. Uh, and I was like, okay, I beat him. So and I kept playing, and then I was just like, it's like everything kind of came together in one moment where I was like, this game's just not worth my time to play anymore. <laughs> See, with, with, like, Batman games and stuff, like... I get it. People want more of Gotham, but like it doesn't need to be like this big world. Like the only time it was like big was City of Arkham, right? Um, well, I mean, uh, Arkham Knight was the biggest one. Yeah, and it's just it was still linear to the point where like we're going this way, we have to get to this point now. Um, but like having this open world stuff and RPG element to it, I'm just like, I just want to pound shit, like. <laughs> There's a different story behind that, though. Uh, like, uh, I don't know how many people real realize this, but uh, this game was originally supposed to be a live service game. Ugh. And Gross. At, the, at the last minute, they got scared because they kind of saw how people were starting to react to that model more. Uh, wh wh which is, if you don't pull it off really fucking well, people hate it, and even then, people still hate it. Uh, you know, even if it's you're the best possible one, people are still like, "Fucking despise this." Yeah, pretty much. And uh, it's like that gameplay and everything suffers as a result of that. When you when you know that fact, the game makes sense for why it is the way that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just got like a really simple game loop that you would make up for it to be an online game like that. And that's the problem is it doesn't do anything really well. It just does it okay, and that's not enough to like you know keep you like engaged in a game like that, in my opinion. So I just I was done. I mean, what sucks about that too, though, what really bothers me about that is it's got a really good concept at, for a game there, and it got wasted on like a failed live service model that they got cold feet on. Uh, it could have been better as like a single player game or with some co op elements or whatever. Well, the, it, could have been I mean, so much more. Think yeah. about it though, like I, and I understand why they're doing it because money. It's easy money. They know that they're gonna grab people because I can make fucking millions in about a span of one to two years. 
well, think about, well, think about it from you know you guys' point of view because you guys like physical media. But even though you're buying the physical media fucking CD, if that if they don't support that game anymore and they start turning off servers because it's a live service, your CD is fucking worthless. And I think people yeah. are start, starting to catch up on that. Like, why am I gonna invest in this if you're not gonna invest it in me in the future? Because and I think they did a uh, not a great job, but like a good idea of moving away from that so that maybe down the road when they finally do fix it and make it fun, it still could be played. Yeah, in the future. it's still playable and it's, it's more playable than what it would have been originally, I think. Hmm. Uh, but like uh, the, the whole thing with the live service model now, I feel like is. You're saying like, yeah, people are still thinking like, oh, I'm gonna come in here and make a bunch of money. I think there's it's starting to reach a point where uh, more publishers and developers in the industry are starting to think twice about it now. Yeah, uh, <coughs> three, four, more, three. <coughs> there's more data and trends to indicate like the live service model is is a lot riskier than what everybody initially thought. Uh, it's like the MMO phase that was going on back like. Uh, 10 plus years ago when everybody was trying to make an MMO because wow was so wildly successful mm. and so many devs and publishers wasted blue fucking money trying to make MMOs. that would be just Whole successful. companies went under in that. Yeah. Period. Like it's yeah. just like ruined a bunch of people. This is the same thing because honestly an MMO is a fucking live service model. It just wasn't That's called true. that back then. It's the same yeah. thing. Bring back EverQuest. <laughs> people, People present it to shareholders, and shareholders are like, "Oh, you're going to make money year round. That's a good idea." I mean, <laughs> I was, I was they make no money. Yeah, I was coughing. Like, it's before. just it's a post horse world, a horse armor world. That's it's just <laughs> the consumer is like, "Look, I don't know if I trust any of this right now." Imagine um, going back in time and being like, "Don't do it! Don't buy that horse army, fuck!" No one did. That yeah. it was a, it was a learning moment for Bethesda and everyone. Yeah, that's that's the the time travel movie we need. Someone goes back in time and prevents Bethesda from putting horse armor DLC. We just like, never get that that whole fucking like tangled web. That's a nexus point for gaming culture. I used to have, um, I still do somewhere, just a Google Doc of like ideas for like long form essay style videos I wanted to make, but I'm lazy and like, you know, a total piece of shit. So I never really did most of them. But that was one of my top ideas horse armor as a nexus point for everything after it, everything after it. Like, because DLC begot everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I think it's really interesting. Your your name instead of the butterfly effect, the horse armor effect. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's a good yeah. title for a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, I didn't enjoy having to abort Gotham Knights. <laughs> Nobody enjoys an abortion. It's it's no. ever it's ever enjoyable. Well, well, except for that one person in South Park where they said like they were addicted to abortions addicted or whatever. Abortions, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, Kelly, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta watch the latest South Park with fucking Mrs. Garrison. It's fucking amazing. Just go watch it. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm having bad, a bad run of luck with games lately, where it's like I'm playing a lot of games that I've purchased and like I played them, and then I'm like, this isn't as good as what I thought it was gonna be. And trade them for gas money. I'm going to. <laughs> you should try Dark Souls. I'm gonna. It's in the. You can't. I can't just 
go to Dark Souls immediately. It's in the render queue. Yeah, it's fucking there. <laughs> It'll get its turn one day, like every other game I have that I haven't played. Honestly, I think that's a bad idea in my experience. I tried to force Dark Souls twice, and both times I was like, this game's a fucking turd. And then I finally like <laughs> did it of my own volition. I was like, this game's a masterpiece. <laughs> so you, you kind of you gotta do it on your own. You, you gotta you gotta hear the call. It'll get its, it'll get its turn one day. No, but uh, I'm going back to control and I'm going to finish that because at least that game's interesting and it fucking had me. So I got to finish control. That's it. No news. No news. Fuck news. We're, we're done. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember uh, to watch The Departed, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that next week. Uh, remember this Thursday, me, Zach, and Chaz are going to be doing Getting Some Color with Survivor Series and the last Raw of November of 1993. And stay tuned because we're doing a new format, which we will discuss on Getting Some Color as far as the future of Getting Some Color, as far as what we're viewing and talking about. Um, yeah. Things are going to change when we finish 1993. Yes. Big and things are coming 1994. <laughs> Yes, a lot of come. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm also doing some housekeeping as far as content wise. Um, I'm going to be streaming. No soup kitchens for you. Yeah, all these guys are fired up doing it solo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be doing uh, some Twitch streams. Uh, my schedule right now are going to be Monday through Thursday, starting at 5 p.m., ending whenever I feel like it, or obviously when I have a show to do. Um, it's going to be a mixture of things. It's going to be some writing, some video gaming, some uh, possibly doing like couch entertainment stuff live on there. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and also our website, which is bigtrowarchives.com. But until next time, everybody, we will see you next Tuesday for the departed. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Bounce, 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 bounce. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Bounce, 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 bounce. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Helps me forget about my candy.